Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica, here. This week, we are going to talk all about the divine feminine and embracing that feminine energy. You may have seen that the Barbie movie came out recently, and this is something that has been all over the internet. And it's actually something that I've been working on a lot. I have talked about this topic a little bit before, but I want to do a whole episode just devoted to the divine feminine, what it means, what it looks like, and how we can embrace it in our own lives. So let's dive in. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. My name is Erica Vishkalis, and I am a mindset mentor, personal development junkie, holistic health advocate, and lover of all things spiritual. At the Get Empowered Podcast, I'm here to help you overcome limitations, step into your power, and create your dream life. I've spent the last several years healing my mind, body, and soul, and have learned so much along the way. From healing trauma to navigating a sober lifestyle and learning how to step into my personal power, it has been transformational. If you're looking to heal, to be inspired, to uplevel your life, and to become the most empowered version of yourself, you've come to the right place. I created this podcast to help you know you are worthy of rewriting your story, to help you navigate your own empowerment journey. You are worthy of living your most authentic, aligned, and inspired life, and I can help you get there. Whether you are diving deep into personal development or just need a weekly pick-me-up, I've got you covered. Thank you so much for pressing play today. I cannot wait to transform together. Let's get empowered. Welcome to the Get Empowered Podcast. Your host, Erica, here, and I'm really excited for this week's episode. We are going to talk about a topic that has been very much on my mind and on my heart recently, and I think it's something that deserves its own episode. I've talked about this divine feminine concept for a long time, but I really want to talk about how I have been applying it in my own life. So first, though, what am I grateful for? I have to say, I'm just grateful for the community of women that I have in my own life. I have definitely been kind of going through it recently, and I am really, really grateful for the handful of really strong women figures I have as mentors, as friends, um, as recovery partners, as all these different things in my life. I have been very blessed, and I think community is really important. I'm going to talk about that more in the episode, but I know that not everyone has um, a strong community to support them and lift them up. And I just have to say, I am extremely, extremely grateful for mine. They have just changed my life and I do not know what I would do without them. And what am I currently loving? So I, gosh, this is always tough for me because there's so many things I'm loving. I just have to say I'm loving listening to audiobooks and listening to pretty much anything that isn't the news. (laughs) I've been, I've talked about it before. I've been trying to detox from the news. It's hard because I do care about politics, but honestly, it, it really stresses me out and I get very heated about it. And so I guess something I'm currently loving is just listening to audiobooks. I'm really grateful for the fact I'm able to. I just finished Mad Honey, Mad Honey by Jodi Picout, I think is how you say her last name. I'll put a link in the show notes. It was a really good book. I will say I probably would give it like a four star rating. It did talk about a lot of different controversial topics. So if you're someone that gets easily triggered by controversy, you may not like it. But honestly, I thought it was really good. It was kind of a mystery. 
and it talked about different like societal issues that are going on. Um, but the whole story is basically this mystery that occurs and then they go back in time. So you have this like intro where you get to know the characters, this mystery event, crime happens. And then a lot of it is looking back at the time leading up to the incident, right? It's really interesting. And it made me think a lot about a lot of different things that honestly, I just haven't had to address. Like one of the characters, well, I don't want to say that because it could give it something away, but there's a lot of different things, a lot of unexpected twists and turns that really make you think. Um, one common critique I did see when I like did a little rating on Goodreads is a lot of people said that one, they didn't like all the different like social issues that it jammed in there. Um, so again, if that's something you're not interested in, don't read it. I didn't mind it. Um, I, like I've said on this podcast, I really am like very much a middle of the road human. So like, I don't mind having those conversations. I don't mind hearing about it. Like I'm not someone that gets quote offended by any of that. I don't care. Um, so I really liked it. I didn't mind that part. The one thing I did agree with some of the commentary on is it did kind of drag out. Like I loved the first half of the book, but then the second half, which is like the trial, I guess. And honestly, it's more than half. It's like probably a good 70% of the book is like this trial going through this trial. I thought that was very much drug out. I think that could have been done quicker and still have talked about the issues they wanted to talk about in the book and still would have um, really made it interesting and help you know the characters. Like I understand the concept of character development and it did like constantly reveal new things. And I thought that was interesting. Like the book had me like in a chokehold, you know, like I listened to it nonstop until I was done. So I liked it. That's why I gave it like probably four, four and a half stars. It wasn't my favorite, favorite book, but I did really like it. And I thought that it was very well written. I thought it was well done. I thought it was interesting, but it did drag out. I will say that it was like, after you kind of had an idea of what was going to happen, there was a couple unexpected twists and turns at the end, which is fine. I'm fine with that. But I was like, we could have gotten to this conclusion a lot fucking sooner. <laughs> but if you are just wanting something to listen to, like I didn't mind because as you guys know, I work from home. So I like having, th having things to listen to. I really like listening to audiobooks and podcasts. I'm, I'm a podcast girly. Obviously, that's how I got into this. But I, I really did enjoy that. Um, that was something that was fun. Like I said, I'm still loving um, the Soul on Fire Balanced Blonde podcast. So if you're looking for podcast recommendations, that's a top one. And Manifestation Babe is also a top podcast that I love. She is kind of on sabbatical right now. So she's not been posting consistently, but she did drop a few episodes recently that were very, very good. She makes you think I love her content. Um, a little PSA, Manifestation Babe Academy does open up soon. I loved it. I know it's going to be discounted for this round because like I said, the, the founder of it is on sabbatical, so she won't be doing any live teachings, but I don't think that will truly affect what you could get from the course personally, because in my opinion, the way you are successful in that course is by showing up and doing the work. And I think having an accountability group is incredibly important. You guys know, if you listen to older episodes, my accountability group became such a beautiful community of sisterhood, which actually ties so well into today's episode. 
and it really helped me find like-minded people. So if you're interested, just know it is going to be discounted this time. And I think in the future, she's actually going to start raising the price, which I mean, fair, like she gives you a lot for, for what you pay. Like she gives you so much info. I think it could easily be valued way more, way, way more. So if you're interested, something I would look into, I think it's a beautiful program. And if it's something you decide to do, please let me know, like reach out, tell me what you're thinking. Tell me if you enjoy it, because I have had a wonderful experience. I still listen to like old recordings. And when you do the program at the end, you get these extra, when you like graduate or whatever, you get these extra modules and extra like courses and learnings. And so that's been something else I've been listening to during work are those extra modules. And I actually did a really great one on feminine embodiment, which is somewhat what inspired this podcast, but she went into all these different divine feminine archetypes, which I do want to talk about at some point on the podcast. I just want to do more research. I don't want to go based off one hour long video I saw, you know, I want to do more research, maybe see if there's like some books on it. It was very cool, very interesting though. So that leads us into this concept of divine feminine. So I have a whole podcast on the feminine versus masculine energy. It's actually one of my most popular episodes. So I'll put that in the show notes. I believe it's like episode 11 or something like that. It is early. Like you will get a throwback. <laughs> it's back when the podcast was called um, Empowered with Erica. It is a throwback episode for sure. But a lot of people really enjoyed the episode and said they learned a lot. So I'm not going to go over completely everything about the divine feminine and masculine but a very brief overview is we all have these two types of energy and everyone has both. Okay. Literally everyone has both just because you're a guy or a girl doesn't mean you have, well, I mean, you might have more than one or the other, but it's not like you have all one and all the other, like everyone has both components in their life. Okay. And so the feminine energy is much more about receiving and being and really about embracing joy, embracing vulnerability, embracing your emotional side, and really overarching. It's about being in that being energy, kind of like the yin versus the yang. Like the yin is very feminine. If you've listened to me talk about my moon journaling and my moon episodes, the yin is feminine. And that is in the time of reflection, the time of being, the time of embracing like the slow, the slower life, the slower um, pace. But that doesn't mean that women are slow. Okay. Like that's not what I'm saying, but it's not as do, 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 go, go, go all the time. It's much more cyclical. It is much more grounded in nature and really it's just more feminine. I mean, when you think of feminine, you kind of know what I'm talking about, right? So that is this divine feminine, this being this receiving. And then the masculine is more about doing about being the provider, being the protector the yang, right? Like I said, the doing versus the being. So everyone needs both. I did a whole episode on that. So we're not going to like go too much into that. But what I think is really cool is seeing how many women right now are embracing their divine feminine. So the Barbie movie came out recently and I haven't seen it yet. I would like to see it. And if I do see it and if I feel the need, I'll probably do a whole episode on it because I'm loving the conversations that are coming from this movie airing. And Again, I actually didn't see it because one, I don't have cable, so I don't really pay attention to what movies are coming out, to be quite honest. Like, I don't fucking know. But also, I really thought it was like geared towards children, which apparently is not the case. It's actually really not a kid's movie. Um, from what I've read, it's 
definitely still appropriate for kids, but it's not like a kid's movie. It's really made for like adult women. <laughs> and I think that's very cool. And it's like crushing it in the box office, right? But I am loving, absolutely loving seeing all these conversations that are happening about embracing girlhood, embracing your feminine side, and just women celebrating themselves. And this is something that I've been really healing this past year, because, you know, I talked about it, I think last week or maybe two weeks ago, but it's been about a year since I made a big career shift. And I am going to do a whole episode about like what I've learned this past year. But one of the biggest things I have done in this past year is get out of my masculine and embrace the feminine more. And now do not get me wrong. I still like have masculine tendencies, right? Like I still have that masculine energy. Like I said, everyone has both. But I think especially as someone healing from trauma, it can be very hard to let that go because it makes you feel safer. It makes you feel more protected. It makes you feel um, like you kind of have this wall. That's in my experience. Okay. Let me not speak for everyone. In my experience, it's a lot easier for me to step into the masculine energy because one, that's what I've had to do my whole life to protect myself, to get through all the fucking shit I've been through, right? I've had to be in that masculine. And I think a lot of women feel that way because let's be honest, women are not being protected. Women are really, from what I have seen, what I've experienced and what my friends have experienced, so many women have felt so just alone, like so alone, not being taken care of by the men in their life, not or the community in their life, like just that community aspect that is so incredibly important. And I'm going to talk about more, more about that in a little bit, but so many women feel so isolated and so alone and honestly have gone through so much trauma. We all know about the Me Too movement. We all know about the sexual revolution and there's good that comes from us being more open, but at the same time, it can open up a world of hurt, right? And so many more women that I know now are just in so much pain. And also so many women are healing generational trauma from their mothers, from their grandmothers, from their great grandmas. And we know that that is passed down through lineage, through behavior, through our DNA, so many different things, right? So I really think that there is a wave right now of women embracing their divine feminine and healing, which is a beautiful, beautiful thing. But what are some ways that we can do that? I wanted to talk about this because this is something I've been doing, something I've been going through, and it's been a lot. It's not easy. It's not an easy process. It can be really exhausting if I'm being honest. And like I said, I've been kind of, quote, going through it. And even this week alone, apparently there's a lot of planetary shifts, which is not helping this, okay? I do believe in astrology. I don't know everything that's going on, right? Like I do not know everything. I do know we had a recent shift with the planet Venus, which from my understanding, um, it shifted into Leo, which is really all about self-expression and identity and like how you portray yourself to the world, but also can bring up like inner child healing. And then the nodes shifted, the North and South nodes shifted into new signs. And that's all about what are we healing from past lives as well as what is our purpose in this lifetime? And so there's been a lot of things happening in the world. And then I know we're now in Leo season, which is very fiery. 
and we just came from cancer, which is very emotional. And like when you set your new moon intention recently, you probably set it in the theme of cancer because it was in cancer at the time of the new moon. So it's just been a lot in the sky. The sky has had a lot of shit happen and I have been feeling it. Let me tell you. And self-love has been a huge theme for all of these shifts. Okay. Self-love, self-identity. And so I think it's a really cool thing that one, the movie came out around this time, but also that so many women are learning to embrace themselves, embrace their true nature, their divine feminine, their girlhood. And I think it's a beautiful thing. So what are some ways we can do that? What are some ways we can do that? So first thing is embracing what brings you joy. One thing I loved about seeing all these women and men attend Barbie is like them getting dressed up. I think that's such a cool physical thing that you can do is really embrace the moment. Go all out. As they say, be bougie. Who gives a shit? That's one thing I'm really tired of. I'm so fucking tired of people trying to shame women for the things we enjoy. How often does that happen? We aren't allowed to like our pumpkin spice lattes and we aren't allowed to like our smut books or our rom-coms or we're not allowed to like our dresses or you have to look one way or you have to look the other way or if you are not this mold, then it means one thing. And if you're not this mold, it means something else. Or if you are girly and feminine, then you're not strong. Or if you are this way, then you are too strong and you're too masculine. Fuck all that. Fuck all of that. Okay. I cannot stand that mindset. And it is something that I think as a whole, as a collective women are fucking done with. We're done with it. Okay. And if you aren't there yet, trust me, it's a beautiful thing to get to the point where you do not give a solid fuck anymore what people say. And when you just embrace what brings you joy. And that is something that I've been really working on in this past year. And I've talked about it. You know, for example, I'm wearing a dress right now. I'm going to go work at the spa later today. And I've really enjoyed that for multiple reasons. One, because it gives me a reason to quote, get dressed up. But here's the fucking thing. I actually don't need a reason to put on a dress. I can literally put on a dress to just sit around my house if I want to. I can do that if I want. I can put on makeup just because I fucking feel like it. I cannot put on makeup. I can wear sweats. Like it does not matter if it's what I enjoy. Okay. And the other thing about this is guys, life is not that fucking serious. I know sometimes it feels so serious. It feels so overwhelming, but something I've had to do is let go of honestly giving a shit about what other people think and the expectations that they put on me. Because at the end of the day, it is my life, it is your life, and you need to do what makes you happy. And none of us are gonna get out alive, right? So honestly, I've had to have this reminder for myself that it is not that serious because I can get so overwhelmed. Like, Something, this might be a whole other episode, but I don't know if I'm ready to do it yet. Um, something I heard recently was how when you heal, as you're starting to heal, sometimes it can you it can make you really sad, right? It can make you really sad because you notice the things you missed out on and you see all the hurt that happened and all this shit. And I'm definitely grieving right now. I'm like in the grieving process, according to my therapist, which is kind of annoying, but here we are. But something I have to remind myself is, not that those things don't matter, not to discount my own feelings and emotions, but at the same time, it isn't that serious. And why do I say that? I say that because 
the past is the past. We can't live in the past. We can learn from the past. We need to heal it because if you don't feel it, you're not going to heal it. If you don't know it's there, you're not going to be able to heal those wounds, right? So I do think it's important to go through the process. But at the same time, we also need the reminder of it's okay to decide to let go of the sadness. It's okay to move on. It is okay to remember that life is not that serious. So why not just go for what you want? Why not do the things you enjoy? Why not? Men do it unapologetically all the fucking time, all the time. And even when I talk to Kyle about this concept and he's so loving and kind about it, but he does not get it. He's like, why do you care? Why do you care what other people think? Why do you care about that time that that thing happened and it made you self-conscious about this? And I'm like, I don't fucking know, but I do. Like, I've always liked hair. I've always liked makeup. I've always liked clothes. But I remember a specific time I was putting on lip gloss in like middle school at my locker because it was just like a light little lip gloss. And I remember one of the boys at school made fun of me, never fucking wore it again, at least at school right? Because I felt so self-conscious and insecure and like, oh, that's not cool, right? So this is the thing is embrace the things that make that bring you joy. If putting on that lip gloss gives you joy, if putting on that dress brings you joy, if going to Barbie all decked out in like a pink outfit just to sit at the movies, who cares if it brings you joy, go for it. But at the same time, if wearing sweats or you know, not doing your makeup or whatever brings you joy, do that. It doesn't matter. Life is not that serious. Okay. It's not. And I think we really have to be careful. And this is something I'm doing in and of myself is recognizing our emotions and allowing ourselves to feel them while also not getting consumed by them. So this actually brings me to my next point is when you're embracing your divine feminine, you need to allow yourself to feel the emotions and like knowing that you're safe to do so. Now it's very helpful when you're in a safe environment, when you have a partner that makes you feel safe, when maybe you have a job that makes you feel safe. It is very helpful to do this work when you feel safe in your external world. And again, this is something I struggled with having so much trauma is I did not feel safe in my body for years and years and years. And I still struggle with it sometimes. I still struggle with not feeling safe. And you know what? That's fucking trauma. I mean, someone pulled a goddamn gun on me. No shit. I struggle with feeling safe in my body, okay? I saw this funny TikTok recently about scary dog privilege. I'll tell you right now, I think every girl needs a dog that's scary but obsessed with them. I really do. I plan on always having one. It makes me feel safe as fuck. That's just, I digress. I know not everyone's a dog person. I know that's a big commitment, but it's helpful. It's helpful in today's society. It allows you to go down the street and feel a little bit safer. Just saying, but that's side point. You need to allow yourself to feel your emotions. Okay, so if you went to Barbie and you felt all these things after, if you felt disappointment that you have not embraced your womanhood, your girlhood, the things you enjoy, if you felt angry, if you felt sad, if you felt happy, allow yourself to feel those things because if we repress it, it gets stuck in the body and it causes problems. We have to allow ourselves to feel it. And I've said this a million times. I'll say it again. I've had to remind myself this a lot this past week is feel the feelings. Just don't get stuck there. Okay. You are allowed to feel it. Just do not get stuck. Okay, because that stuck then isn't going to help us grow either. And it's not going to help us heal and get through those feelings, right? So the next thing I really want to talk about is who would you be 
And what would you do if you knew that no one would judge you? So this is kind of bringing it back to life isn't that serious. But if you knew, if you knew that no one was going to judge you, if you knew that no one would give a single fuck about what you were doing with your life, what would you do? Who would you be? How would you present yourself every day? Having that mindset is really, really freeing because I'll be honest, we're kind of selfish creatures by nature. So truly hardly anyone actually does give a fuck about what you do and doesn't care about how you dress and all those things. And yeah, I mean, gossip is unfortunately part of the human experience. So maybe someone says something down the line, but most people don't actually care. And those things come from places of insecurity. And I can say that as someone like, I'm not perfect. I've definitely gossiped in my time, right? Like who has it? Everyone has. And even the other day, I was a little frustrated with something with someone and I had the urge to like text a friend about it. And I was like, you know what? I'm not going to, I'm going to keep this to myself because like one, it's not her business. It's not her problem. And how does this help me? How does this serve me? It doesn't. Okay. So just think about who would you be and what would you do if you knew that no one was going to judge you and your actions? And I know this isn't groundbreaking, but I think we need the reminder. That's where I've been unapologetically embracing the woo-woo shit that I love, embracing the outfits that I like, doing the exercises that I like, and leaning into these aspects of myself that I've always enjoyed and I've always loved. Like, I already know tonight when I get off work, I'm going to be doing probably a full mani-pedi at home with a rom-com on. Why? Because I fucking want to. And also, I really need it mentally. And thankfully, Kyle, he's someone who's like, I don't care what we watch. Like, I'll probably just scroll on my phone. So if I want to put on like a chick flick, he's like, okay, cool. And like, he'll watch it with me, but also like kind of do his own thing and he doesn't care, but he still supports me. Right. And so really thinking about showing up every single day for yourself unapologetically. Okay. I've been using that word a lot this past year. It's kind of my word of the year. If I'm being honest, it's just being unapologetically myself. And I think it's really important because again, as you're embracing your divine feminine, your, your being, allow yourself to just be. You know, we see these movements right now of the quote trad wife or these people. So many women are leaving like the career field and really embracing motherhood. And a lot of people have a lot of opinions about it. But you know what? Who gives a fuck? If that's what they want to do and that's what brings their soul joy, I'm so glad that they're doing and embracing it. Just like I'm so glad to see how many women are killing it in the workforce. Like, I think it's really important that we allow people to embrace the version of themselves that makes them the happiest, that gives them the most comfort, and that really allows them to be their true self. I think it's incredibly important. I know that's how I'm trying to live, and that's how I want other people to live. And I do believe that is part of that feminine, that being, that receiving. And it's really, it's really helped me. I also want to just remind you, because women in general, I think a lot of us struggle with this because of our society, unfortunately, the societal norms and this masculine energy that has just really overtaken our society is I just need to remind you, you are more than just your body. Okay. You are more than just an object. You are not an object. Okay. You have a soul and you are allowed to embrace it. You are allowed to celebrate it. You are allowed to tap into the innate 
version of yourself, the most embodied and joyful version of yourself. You are more than just your physical body. Now, of course, if you want to express yourself through clothing, if you want to go on a health journey to look a certain way, do all those things. I'm not saying neglect your body, but I just want to remind you that you are so much more than just a body. And I think women are really hypersexualized in today's day and age. And it's really sad. I could do a whole thing about that because that is a rant in and of itself. But I just have to say, this is just a reminder that you are so much more than your physical being. Now, of course, taking care of the physical being, I think is really important. I think, you know, looking and dressing a certain way is a beautiful way to express yourself, you know, and I, I embrace who I am physically, but also just remember there is so much more to you than the outward experience, experience, the outward appearance that other people see. Okay. And so I have to remind myself of that because, you know, I wore this dress for myself today. I didn't wear it for anyone else. I don't care what anyone else thinks. I'm like, I want to wear a fucking dress. So I'm going to wear a fucking dress. And having that mindset of knowing that, yes, people may have comments about me and my appearance and my body, but like, it doesn't matter. Those don't matter. And it's not what's important. And it doesn't affect me right? It does not affect me. I think having that mindset shift is very, very powerful. Okay. Another thing, I'm just like throwing a ton of shit at you, but oh, well, here we are. Another thing is allowing yourself to slow down. So like I said, the masculine energy is way more the going, the doing, and the feminine energy is being that yin, that softer side. And I think allowing yourself to slow down, allowing yourself to embrace the being and the receiving. I actually just listened to an amazing podcast about the energetics of money. And she brought up a very good point that I thought was super interesting about how when we really embrace our feminine side, it allows us to be more open to money because in general, we are going to be in that receiving and that being energy. And I think that women have been go, 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 having to wear a million hats, and really feeling the stress of a society that is not built around them. I mean, I think that's why so many women are starting to cycle sync, which is when you sync up your workouts to what your menstrual cycle looks like. I think it's why so many women are going off birth control so they can truly feel in tune with their body. I think it's why so many women are resonating with the moon because it really is a great example of that being energy of that cyclical, um, the phases and how that resonates with women, like I talked about in a recent episode. So this is just a reminder that it's really important when tapping into your divine feminine to allow yourself to slow down and allow yourself to just be. Now, that doesn't mean you never take action. That doesn't mean that you never do things or have to step into your masculine energy, but it's important to balance it out. It's extremely important to balance it out. You know, I talk all the time about you have to open the door for new opportunities to come in. But if you are constantly outputting, 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 you're not making space and time for things to come in. Like if you are constantly go, go, going and not allowing yourself to just it to like to just be in the energy of the feminine and just be and to just exist, then you are not going to create the space for the great things to come in that you're trying to manifest and that you're trying to create and that you're trying to be, you need to make the space for it. So allowing yourself to be and to slow down is really important. Again, I think that's why so many women 
right now are going back to the old school housewife, old school stay at home mom, um, homeschooling. I think a lot of women are leaning into that because they've realized how much they enjoy a slower pace of life. And again, that doesn't mean that's it, that that way is better. I'm not going to place that on anyone because I think everyone has their own path, right? Everyone has their own path, but I understand it. Like there's so many times I want to slow down in life. Like and honestly, I think one reason I love my job so much is because it has allowed me to slow down. It has allowed me to simplify. And that doesn't mean the job itself is really slow because um, it, it's not, but it has allowed me to not feel like I'm constantly on the go. Okay. So a couple more things that I just want to talk about when it comes to slowing down ways you can do that, praying and meditating. You know, I say this every week. I think it's important. It's a great way to be in tune and to, again, make space to receive. Another way is getting in nature. The divine feminine is very connected to nature. You know, so many old religions have the tradition of like goddesses and how connected it is to nature. I mean, people call it Mother Earth, right? There's a reason for that. I really believe that spending time in nature, though important for everyone, I think it's extremely important for women. So get in nature, pray and meditate, work with the moon cycles. You know, I talk about that till I'm blue in the goddamn face. Like it is important, right? Another thing is disengaging from harmful and toxic relationships. Because like I said, one of the reasons I've been able to do this work is because of the fact that I have a lot of safety in my life that I didn't necessarily have before, or at least I didn't perceive to have before. Okay. I'm in a relationship that makes me feel safe. I'm in a home environment that makes me feel safe. My job makes me feel safe. There are so many ways that we can embrace the things around us that can make us feel safe enough to do the work. And if you're in an environment where you don't feel safe, one, I really encourage you to do what you can to change that. But I know that can be hard. I'm not trying to make assumptions. Okay. I know that could be very difficult, but allowing yourself to disengage from toxic relationships, toxic situations, toxic, toxic jobs, whatever it may be that do not make you feel safe, that force you to be in that masculine energy for protection. <sighs> One of the most healing things I've done is say, fuck that and step up, step back, step aside, break up, whatever it's, it's, uh, I could say a lot. Sorry. I just had a pause. It's one of those things that I just feel really passionate about because it makes me so fucking sad how unsafe women feel in our society. Um, and I think it's really beautiful when we can embrace the safety that we have in our innate being, you know, you, and you have to remind yourself that you are safe. You are safe within yourself and that you can provide that safety for yourself. It does not always need to be those external sources, but it does help, right? It does help when you have this external source making you feel safe. That's why I was so grateful for my community, right? Which leads me into my uh, second to last point, which is finding community. You know, I heard someone talk about on another podcast recently, the concept of why so many women actually don't want to be moms right now and how there's been so many shifts in regards to motherhood and how motherhood used to be so community oriented. And I think in general, that is something women are lacking. A lot of women 
do not have solid female friends. And I'll be honest, I have struggled with female friendship. Like I have a lot of hurt from my sorority experience. I have a lot of hurt from high school friends. I have a lot of hurt around the female dynamic. I have a lot of hurt around it. So it can be very difficult for me to trust women. I'll be blunt. I've always been someone that's had an easier time being friends with guys because I don't know, they're just chiller usually. But at the same time, when you find safe women, it makes you feel so seen and celebrated. And it is such a beautiful thing. And I am very, very lucky that I have a handful of women that I would consider safe women that are just a really great example of women supporting women. And I think it's really, really important for women to support women. Now, that doesn't mean that you necessarily give the gold star to every single thing someone does because we're human and we make mistakes. And so I think, of course, you need to go in with like a lens of um, practicality. But finding women that feel like a community and that can provide that community that maybe you're lacking, I think is an, a great example for stepping into the divine feminine and will help you to step into the divine feminine. I think that's why for me, my retreat for MBA after with myself and three other women was so profound. And I was like, I can't remember the last time I've just spent three days with other women and just celebrate ourselves and embrace each other and just share our dreams, share our goals. It is a beautiful thing. Like I said, I've been kind of like going through it, right? And having women in my life that I feel safe to talk to about those heavy emotions and those things is really beautiful, really powerful. And it's something I'm really grateful for. And I know not everyone has, I know that. So I am extremely grateful for it. I do not take it for granted whatsoever. Okay. So I really, I really encourage you to do what you can to find a community. You know, one thing I'm doing to help with that, because I have a lot of amazing friends, but a lot of them do not live near me. I have a handful of people that live near me, but I also have a lot of people that are nowhere near me. And that's hard, right? Because of course you want that physical community as well. So something I'm going to be doing is going to paddleboard with a group of women um, at the full moon. And no, I don't know them personally. It's like a big group. I'm excited. But there's a lot of these female focused groups popping up all over the country. There's a ton for like hiking and camping and stuff. So if you're into nature, and like I said, you want to embrace nature more, I would look those up. It's very powerful. It's very cool. I've met a lot of really great women that way like a ton of them. I, I think it's a really powerful way to meet women that are in alignment, but look at the things you like doing. You know, there's a yoga studio in my area that I haven't gone to in forever, but they have a really cool like moon practice at the full moon and the new moon. And it seems to be a very cool group of women. I just didn't because it's kind of far from my house. It was closer to my old job. Um, but I really encourage you. And I think that's for me, one reason too, why I've been enjoying like feminine activities like bar. Now, of course, when our men can go to bar too, there's a couple of men that go to bar, but it is primarily female focused. And I like that. So my last thing is respecting your physical body and your physical space. And again, this is going to be its own episode here soon. I'm just waiting for more like doctor's appointments and stuff. But one thing I've been doing is trying to embrace my feminine, even in my health journey, by respecting my body, respecting my physical space. I've been really leaning into more feminine movements. And 
that's because that's what feels good for me. That's not saying you have to do it. I'm not telling you what to do. Do what feels good for you. But that's kind of the whole fucking point. Listen to your body. Do movement and eat the way that feels good for you. Like, I, I'll just say it here. You know, I started eating a little bit of dairy again. And in the beginning, it felt fine. Now I'm not feeling good. I, I don't like it. I feel more puffy. Like, you may even see it in my face. Like, I feel more bloated. I don't like it. I'm like, okay. Erica, that was a fun little run. Glad we thought we could do that. But after a couple weeks of it, not so much. And that's sad. That's unfortunate. But it is what it fucking is, you know? And allowing myself to just be okay with that and to embrace that, I think is really important. It's really important. So respecting your body, respecting your physical space, uh, creating a space where you feel safe and Trying to tune into feeling safe in your own body is really important. You can do that through eating in a way that makes you feel good, moving in a way that makes you feel good. Like I said, praying, meditating, breath work. These are all practices you can do. You know, last episode I talked about evolving your space. Maybe you tap into your feminine in your home and maybe embrace the feminine in your home. You know, I unapologetically, Kyle makes fun of it all the time, but like when I moved in, I brought a rug with me and I like the damn rug and he doesn't. I'm like, I don't care. This rug, it's great. It fits the room. It's cute. I'm doing it. And I think allowing yourself to put your little touches in your home, in your space that make you feel grounded, that make you feel safe, that make it feel like yours is really important. So sorry, this was a lot. Like I have a couple of note cards of notes and I'm like, dang, we talked about a lot of different things and I hope it wasn't too overwhelming, but I'm just loving that people are embracing the concept of, of girlhood, of womanhood, and I'm excited to see what chakra car we pulled today. Card we pulled today, not a car. But I have not done anything with these yet, so let me just shuffle them super quick. I love pulling a chakra card. This is another way for me to tap into my feminine energy, to tap into my intuition. Intuition is very like feminine in my opinion. So let us see like what the universe wants us to know, what it's saying to us today. And we will talk about it. We'll chat about it. Okay. Ooh, inner strength. So we got the inner strength card, which is connected to the solar plexus chakra, which let me think is connected to a citrine crystal. So this card is going to be all about finding the strength within yourself. And actually, I think this is very connected to what we're talking about today because it is not easy, in my opinion, to step into the version of yourself that feels most whole, most aligned, most centered. And so embracing the divine feminine actually, in my opinion, takes a lot of strength. And I think a lot of women underestimate themselves. I also, I apologize for the men who listen, but I hope this helps you in understanding the women in your life a little bit. And maybe you send this to a woman that you care about in your life. But the divine feminine, this is something I have to say. We have a ton of inner strength. We are nurturers. We are caretakers. We are givers. We show how powerful a woman is. I mean, childbirth. Holy shit. That scares the shit out of me. And I'm thankful I haven't done it yet. Um, who knows if I will. But like we're strong as fuck, right? So this inner strength, this card is to remind you of the inner strength you have within you. And if you're a guy and you're listening to this episode and you're like, how does any of this pertain to me? I hope that you take this also as how can I embrace my own feminine? Like I said, everyone has both. It's important for men to be in touch with their feminine too. 
And this is just a reminder that you have the strength to embrace your nature. So whether you're a man and you want to embrace your divine masculine, or you're a woman and you want to embrace your divine feminine, or basically whichever energy feels a little bit out of alignment that you want to embrace, this is reminding you that the process may not be easy, okay? The process may not be easy, but look at your solar plexus chakra. Do you think you have any blocks there? Do some meditation. Get a citrine crystal if possible. Allow yourself to just sit in your body and feel and feel if things are coming up for you. Think about, do I have any blocks? Is there something that's on my mind? Is there something that's stressing me out? And how can we do something about it? Okay. And sometimes it's just pure acceptance. Like I said, I'm in this grieving process and a lot of it is just, I need to fucking accept a lot of things. And I can't change people. I can't change situations. I can't change the past. That is okay. But I need to have the strength to feel it, to embrace it, and to move through it. So think about where are you maybe feeling a little weak? Not saying you are weak, but where do you maybe feel a little weak right now? Do you need this inner strength? Remember, no matter how you're feeling, you have the strength within you and you are not alone. You have angels, you have you have guides, you have the universe has your back, which is also a great book. If you've never read it by Gabrielle Bernstein, 10 out of 10 recommend. The universe has your back and you are not alone in this process. Like I was talking about community. I hope that this podcast grows into even more of a community, but this is your reminder that you have the strength to embrace the version of yourself that you want to be. You have the strength to let go of those old molds, of those old preconceived notions, of those old perceptions of yourself that maybe you've had. You can let it go and you can embrace who you truly want to be. I fully believe that. You can and you're not alone. So think about where are you maybe needing a little extra strength in your life right now? Know that it is possible for you. Know that you have it within you to do the work and maybe you are going through it right now. Like I said, I'm going through it. And I saw this TikTok recently that honestly I saw it and I instantly sobbed. And it was all about, essentially, I'm going to mess it up, but it was basically all about this concept of when you heal, you can sometimes get really sad because it brings all these things to the surface. But how did you get through it? You got through it because you didn't quit, because you're resilient. And sometimes I hate that word because I'm like, I'm tired of being strong, damn it. But you know what? This is the reminder that when you're feeling weak, lean on those around you, lean on your community, lean on your spirit guides. The universe has your back. Ask the universe for the strength that maybe you are not feeling like you have right now because you do have it within you. But maybe sometimes we just don't know how to tap into it. Okay. I want to end on that note because I think that's powerful. Know that you can tap into the innate strength that you have. You can move mountains. You can do beautiful fucking things. Embrace your genuine self, guys. Embrace your womanhood. Embrace your manhood. Whatever the case may be, embrace yourself. Know that the universe needs you to show up exactly as you are. We were all made as these beautiful beings, and we were all made for a purpose, in my opinion, and we're all meant to go through these things that are going to shape us. So the good, the bad, the ugly, it's going to shape us in this lifetime. And I allow you, or not allow you, I encourage you to just allow it all to happen. Remember, life isn't that fucking serious. It's not. And we make it very serious. And just know that you are going to get through whatever it is that you are going through right now. You can do it. I believe in you. I know that you have it within you. So do not forget 
to go into this week embracing your divine feminine energy, your divine masculine energy, embrace who you truly are, know that you are worthy and that you are enough. Okay. I cannot emphasize that enough. You are worthy. You aren't enough. You are enough. Wow. You are worthy. You are enough. And do not forget to stay empowered. I'll talk to y'all next week. Love you so much. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I'm so grateful for each and every one of you for taking the time to be a part of our Get Empowered community. Don't forget to check the show notes for the resources I shared in today's episode. And of course, to connect with me on social. You can find all of our offers and community links at empoweredwitherica.com. I always love hearing from you. So don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe and tag me with your biggest takeaways from today's episode. Let me know what you loved and what you want to hear more about and share it with someone who you think would love it too. I cannot wait to share more with you. I'll see you next week. And don't forget to stay empowered.